Hey guys, welcome to the Tweet Coast Church Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Now prepare your hearts for another inspiring message from one of the Tweet Coast Church crew. I reckon there's something that we all want and all need, and that's some good news at Christmas. Some good news. And the good thing, we're in this place today. I'm going to tell you about some good news. Pray that your heart just goes home full with good news. Beyond a sentiment of Christmas, but some good news. Your heart full of heaven today. Some good news. In fact, that is the message of Christmas. It was actually delivered to some shepherds. We had Sean the sheep over here a moment ago. <laughs> I love I love it. And Sean the sheep, there's some shepherds. Angel appeared to some shepherds. And this is what he said about the message of Jesus coming, about Jesus coming as the Son of God. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. I won't put that on the screen. But the angel assured them, don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to everyone. There's no one in this building that is excluded from this message today. In fact, there's nobody in this world that is excluded from this message. There's no conditions. There's no restrictions. There's no qualifications. It says, I've underlined it for you, to all people, color, background, whatever they voted all people. That's the message of Christmas, you see. Christmas is for all people. It's for every single one. A man, a godly man in Jesus' day named Simeon, he asked the Lord uh, and the Holy Spirit spoke to him and prompted him his heart that he would not die before he saw with his own eyes the Messiah, with his own eyes and then when Jesus' parents took Jesus to the temple, Simeon's eyes saw Jesus. And this is what he said in Luke 2.30, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. Can we all say all people? All people. Do you know what? That includes you. And you know what the miracle thing is? That includes me. <laughs> the wonder of the grace and the goodness of God. That it did not put define people and place them in boxes, but it's for all people. God doesn't play favorites with His grace. We're going to learn four things about, what, about God and Christmas and what it means to us today. The first thing is this, that God shines His goodness on all People. God shines His goodness on all people. People think that God is only good to me if I'm good. God's only going to love me if I'm good. I can see how He'd love you, Tweet Coast Church people, because you know you do good things and you help old people cross the road and you do those kind of packs things and you're nice to people and you return emails and you love people, you pay your taxes and you're just good. I can see how God would be good to you. Friends, let's not mix up Santa Claus and Jesus. 
you know, he's making a list. John's definitely not good. <laughs> but Pastor Lorette, on the other hand, you know, she's good. Making a list, checking it twice. Going to find out who's... That's Santa. <laughs> it's not Jesus. I mean, a man that knew both good times and bad times, Job said this, Job 25, that his light shines on all people. His light shines. This is the goodness of heaven. Do you know what? Today is a magnificent sunrise and morning this morning. I was up about five, as, as I love to be on Sunday. You know what? It was a beautiful sunrise. But you know what? It just wasn't a beautiful sunrise over my house, I noticed. <laughs> the sun actually shone over this whole region. The glory that God was involved even in today, that God shines His goodness on all people. It's just not godly people that see a sunrise or a sunset or that see the wonder of color and hypercolor. It's not just godly people that have taste buds. God invented taste buds and then, you know, he created Krispy Kreme donuts. Come on, somebody. And he said, you know what? I'm good. I am a good God. Matthew 5.45 says he lets the sun rise for all people. Whether they are good or bad, he sends rain to those who do right and those who do wrong. Let me just say to you, if you're a Christian today and you're judgmental of people, you need to understand this, that God's heart is for everyone. For everyone. We never get what we deserve. If we got what we deserve, we'd all be in trouble. But He is good. He shines His goodness on all people. The psalmist said, 145.9, that the Lord is good. Come on, help me. To everyone. Everyone. You see, culture says you get what you deserve in life. That's what culture says. You got what you deserve. Have you heard that said? In fact, Buddhist teaching will will teach that. It's karma. That obviously if something has gone bad to you, obviously you've done bad. Or if you're in a good place, obviously somewhere you've done good. It's going real quiet in here because this is really... It goes through all of culture. So you've got to understand this, that it's not God, how God works, you see. Bad days happen to all of us. Good days happen to all of us, you see. The same in Hinduism. Hinduism will say, well, if they're born into a, a, in a, into a sect, if they're born as an orphan, well, they've done something wrong in their former life, so they've just got to stay there. I'm not going to help them. If they're born on the streets, well, we're not going to help them. Why? Because they must have done something in their their life before. Buddhism, you will see someone in a ditch, and Buddha will just walk straight on past, saying you must have deserved it. So thankful for Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of God, that just didn't walk past us in a ditch, but said, hey, do you want a hand out? Do you want to hand out, John? Because I know you can't get out of that ditch. I know you need salvation. That's why I'm called Jesus, the Son of God, salvation. Come and I will give you a hand out, you see. John Stott, a great theologian, said, Grace is love that cares and stoops down and rescues. That's Jesus. That's Christmas. That He couldn't stand. God couldn't stand heaven without us. So He sent Heaven down. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. You see, I just want to help you. This is so important in life in general. To be a person that focuses 
on the good in life. To focus is on the goodness of God in life. I think that's just a key to life, let alone Christmas. I read the story about a POW, Robert Reisner, a US pilot in the Vietnam War who was shot down, captured and tortured for 32 days. He spent the next seven years as a POW, including three years in a dark, solitary confinement. He said it was the essence of despair. Can you imagine that? Being in a dark room, confined, not to be able to see anything for three years. No wonder he says that's the essence of despair. The way that he kept his sanity in those three years in dark, solitary confinement was amazing. This is what he did. He pried the lid of the floor drain open in his prison cell and lowered his head until the opening, into the opening and there he could see the ray of light and one green blade of grass through that little drain. He said these words, that little ray of light and that bit of colour was like a daily blood transfusion for my soul. I would begin every day in prayer, lying on the floor with my head down through that drain vent. And there, focusing on that little ray of light and that blade of grass, I would talk to God. It was my faith in God's goodness that kept me going all those years of darkness. He not only survived, but later got out, returned to the Air Force, and finished out his career service as a brigadier general. I just think, you know what? I don't know what your darkness is today. And I don't know what darkness you've gone through this year. But I just want you even today, this Christmas, to get down a little bit and look through and see that there's still goodness in your life. Where there is breath, there is life. Where there is life, there is hope. There is goodness while you're in the land of the living today. He's shining His goodness on you this year in Jesus' name. You see, literally in the Scriptures, Jesus means the goodness of God. Jesus equals the goodness of God. Titus 3, 4 to 5 says, But when the goodness and kindness of God appeared in human form as the man, Jesus Christ, He saved us. It's the goodness of God, you see. So at Christmas we can see God has shone His goodness on all of us. Amen. Can I hear a good amen? amen. The second thing, God showers His love on all people. He shines His goodness. He showers His love on all people. God has never met a person he does not love. <laughs> God has never met a person he does not love passionately and want to get to know intimately. You were created for this love relationship with God. That he would love on you and you would love on him. Have any of you been to a wedding shower before? Hands up. You've been to a wedding shower? And you've been, been to a, like a baby shower before. You've been to a baby shower, bridal shower. Have any of you had a shower before? Just put your hands up. If there's no hands going up around you, you have my permission to move. And so that's all. All right. The Bible says in Psalm 145.9 that the Lord is good to everyone and He showers compassion on all His creation. He showers compassion. I have a pet peeve personally. One pet peeve is water-saving showers. <laughs> water-saving showers. 
Now, I've been to some countries, you know, where you just got to put up with it and it's like dribbles and that's the way it is or just splash it on your head. That's fine. But when you're in nations like ours and there's like just dribble, you know, <laughs> that's not a shower. That's just dribble. You know, don't even call it a shower, you know, just call it a dribble. <laughs> you know what? God is a generous God. He is so incredibly generous. He never has held back. He's not stingy in his love, but he's a God that actually pours himself out. But each day it says in Psalm 42, but each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me. He pours out. He wants to pour out on you this Christmas. Even while you're sitting in your seat this morning, he wants to pour his love out on you. While you're sitting there, to know that you are loved by Him, that you're cherished by Him. My kids get away with eating their salad by pouring, you know, the salad dressing all over it. It's like you want some salad with your dressing, you know. How God wants you to be. This Christmas, just the love of God poured out on your life. You say, is that experiential? Absolutely it is. It's not the only thing, but it is an experience to experience the love of God poured out on our lives. He loves us unconditionally. He doesn't approve of everything we do, but that's like a parent, isn't it? He loves us. We love our kids unconditionally. We don't approve of everything they do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Been scrubbing the writing off the walls the last couple of days. You know what? I love them unconditionally. God has loved you unconditionally. It's not your performance that earns or merits the love of God. He's a God that longs and He's pouring out His love upon you again. You say, how, how do I know that God loves me? How do I know that God loves me? This is the same for any kind of love. There's two real things. There's a lot of reasons, a lot of ways to understand God's love. But two things I'm going to mention today. God's attention in God's action. You've got God's attention. He thinks about you. He knows you. The Bible says He has thoughts about you. That you're fearfully and wonderfully made. That He knows the details of your life, like the number of hairs on your head. Some of you, that job is getting a whole lot easier for God. And so, a whole lot less counting going on. I'm not looking at anybody. You would think that weird if you didn't understand what God's trying to communicate, that He knows everything about you, that He knows all about you, and He loves you, and He smiles on you. The Bible says that your days are numbered. The Bible says that He keeps your tears in a bottle. Such is the goodness of God towards you, pouring out towards you. In Job 23.10, it says this, But He knows the way that I take. He has concern for it, appreciates pays attention to it. He pays you attention. Have you ever seen people that, you know, there's someone that they love and they've got a tattoo of that person? Either the face. Have you seen the big face? You know, they've got a big face tattoo of that person. Maybe just the mark of that person, their daughter, their son, they've got a tattoo. Do you know God's got a tattoo of you? He's got a tattoo of you. It says in Isaiah 49, Never can a mother forget her nursing child. Can she feel no love for the child she has born? 
But even if that were possible, I would not forget you, says the Lord. See, I've written your name on the palms of my hand. I want to tell you today, this Christmas, friend, there's some good news that you are doing your life. But I want to tell you about a God that knows you, that loves, loves you, that was thinking about you when he came to earth. He came to earth not just some, for some ambiguous religious movement. He came for you because he loves you. He wants you to know that you've got his attention. You're written on the palms of his hand, let me tell you today. Not only does he show us his attention, but he shows us through his action. Love is about giving. We're going to give tomorrow. Why? Because we love people. We show what we can through generosity. It's been said you can give without loving. Come and help me finish it. But you can't love without giving. John 3.16, For this is how God loved the world, that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he loves you, friend. I, I want to remind you, if you've been saved for a long time, you've known this before, this is how much he loved you, that God came. That God came for you. Come on up now. This Christmas, he wants to shower you in his love. The third thing, God sent his Son for all people. You know, Jesus' birth split time in two. Do you realize that? Split time in two. That we're in 2017, 18. 2017 going into 18. 2017 AD, which actually stands for the Latin phrase, Anno Domini, which means in the year of the Lord. His birth has literally split time and two, he was born, and yet he was born with a purpose, and that's to die, to give his life. Imagine that, coming as the Savior, Lord at thy birth. He didn't have to work himself up to it. He didn't have to be, do his thing. He was Lord at thy birth, giving up glory, giving up all of heaven. He chose to come, God to earth, to take the punishment that we deserve so there wouldn't be a gap, there wouldn't be a distance any longer between God and man. God, and a, God with us, Emmanuel. God and sinners reconciled. 1 Timothy says this in 2.6, He gave His life to purchase freedom for everyone. For everyone! <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm that everyone. I'm so glad that I was included in that everyone. Good news is, friends, so are you. The story is told, I read not so long ago, about a lady in New York in 1964, a nurse on her way home from work late one night who was attacked by a sailor. And the report speaks about how she called out, Help! Help! Help me! This man's stabbing me. This man is stabbing me. The news article is quite well reported. It speaks about how lights came on in the apartments above where this lady was being attacked. Lights came on. And so the man who was attacking this lady ran away, ran into the bush, bushes. About five or six minutes passed. Although the lights were on, nobody came down. So the man saw this. 
and return to the lady and end up killing this lady this year. She screamed for help, but nobody came down. So thankful that we're serving, worshipping a God. Today I can introduce you to Him. A God that not only heard the cry of humanity, help. He just didn't turn the light on, but He came down. That He came down because He loved us so much. God shines His goodness on all people. God showers His love on all people. God sent His Son for all people. He's the last thing God will share His life with all who believe and receive His Son, Jesus. John 1.12, Yet to all who did receive Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. To all who did receive Him and to who believed in His name, Maybe you've walked into this place today and you believe God. That's why you're here, I'd imagine. Maybe someone brought you. But either way, there's a sense of I believe in God. But God says, here's, here's the key. Here's the key that's going to unlock something in your life for you, yes, to everyone, to receive Him. Don't we say this to our kids that Christmas is about giving? It's about giving, kids. Uh, we do that in good jester. We, it's a good thing. But let me say to you this morning, that Christmas is actually about receiving. Receiving. Receiving Christ. You say, this is for people that are on church. No, it's, it's for every one of us. Receiving Christ. Receiving the love of Christ. Receiving the goodness of Christ in our life. Acts 2.21, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Will be saved. Will be saved. In just a moment, I'm going to pray over all of us today that God's love would be received in your heart. Particularly, I'm going to pray for people that have never received Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, that today your heart would be open to Him shining His goodness. He's wanting to. He is shining His goodness. Would you just receive Him today? I'm going to pray for you in a moment. I'm going to pray for us all in just a moment. But let me say this. You know what? It's a terrible thing to feel left out. Can I get down here, Teddy? It's a terrible thing to feel left out. Some of you have been left out of a sports group. It's a terrible feeling. Some have been left out of family circles. Maybe because of your decisions. Some of them have missed out on a job opportunity. You've missed out. You, you, you didn't get it. You, didn't, you, you missed out. Someone else was chosen. Some of you have been missed out because of the color of your skin in, in the past or because of the decisions that you've made. It's just a terrible, terrible thing to feel that you've missed out, that you've been bypassed, that has gone to somebody else. I know that for many people, they feel that way when it comes to Christ and His goodness. That they've missed out. That they've gone too far. That they've said too much. That their heart is set in a certain direction. That they've been somewhere too long, going in the same direction too long. I want to remind you today, friends, you haven't missed out 
Christmas is still for all people. Good news of great joy for all people. You know what his arms are today? They're not like this. Come on. Oh, yeah, want to worship me now at Christmas time? Nah. Arms wide open here. Look, look, let me prove it to you. Your name is written. Let me, let me prove it to you. My eyes on you. I'm thoughtful of you. I love you. I'm for you and not against you. Today is your heart open to receive Him afresh. His heart is ready to pour into you afresh in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We pray that you are touched by God's Word. If you would like to know more about Tweet Coast Church, please visit tweetcoastchurch.com.au.